Praise God. God is good, amen. Amen. I just want to uh, ask ushers if next time you, you could uh, move uh, dividers like two rows back, uh, that we would have at least at least uh, seven rows. Okay. Thank you. God is good. Amen. He is truly good. Yeah. In in the very beginning, Ramil was was um, talking about Jesus and, and and the importance of Jesus in our life, and uh, it it looked like you you are the youth meeting, and you have to like do something, you know, what young people do, like like okay, some some kind of uh, you know lift you up and just turn you around and stuff like that. But and I was like, that what Flash once once me w- would probably push me to do, and 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 sometimes it's good, it's it's normal for young people. But but we are different young people. We we are young people that are supposed to be ready to take to take time like that serious. Amen. Just to you know to start, we like like a Honda engine. We we, we should learn how to start right away. Like, and then, then we we and we're running, right away. Amen. That's that's why I like Honda because their engine is unbeatable. I mean, this is this is a good engine. It's like that's why I like Honda. And uh, and I'm not promoting Honda right now. Uh, maybe subliminally, but uh, but we have to be like like very fine engines that tune tuned up. With uh, uh, with a daily reading, with a daily prayer, and we need to be ready to, you know, to uh, uh, in time. And uh, Bible says, in uh, 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 in season and uh, out of season. And uh, sometimes out of season is is like when when you don't feel like to pray. When you're discouraged, when when somebody stepped on your toe, uh, uh, when 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 somebody say something bad uh, to you, this is what I call uh, uh, out of season. But we still have to be ready. Amen. That's why we're praying in the morning. That's why we're reading a Bible and saying, "God, help me, help me today. Don't uh, don't lead me into temptation. Help me to overcome." Any any fears, any uh, any feelings that that might come against me. <clears throat> and what else I noticed uh, today that you know what when spirit when when the presence of the Lord is upon you, you can take serious the prayer uh, for Bruni. Uh, I I I can repeat. If you feel the presence of God on you, if you are in that presence, if if it's so real for you, you pray for Brunei, for the country that you 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 hearing first time, you 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 have that ability, that passion to pray that for, for that country, like like for your own brother or sister. 
that's amazing. That's that's a supernatural. I call it supernatural. And that's what I was experiencing actually today. Praying like it's I'm praying for my brothers that I know that I knew forever. And that's that's why we so want to have his presence in our, in our life. That's why we we had that prayer mar- marathon that that we pray that we, God, we, we're just waiting for your spirit to come. We're just fa- waiting for you to come and change your life. Change your lives. And I am expecting a revival. I see revival already here. But I'm expecting more. I'm expecting more people to come and experience and, and, and have that experience that we have here. Are you waiting for that revival? So let's get together. Let's fight together and let's wait together. But actively, wait actively. You know that, that not every church will experience revival. It might surprise you, but th- this is the reality. The church that hungry, that is like longing for Jesus, that is uh, the church that is standing on their knees and, and just praying, God, we need revival. God, change me. I am not worthy. Change me. I want to I wanna be your vessel. I want to be in your, in your deal. That's how can we, that's how we, we're going we're gonna to be in that, in that, you know, epicenter, epicenter of of, of the God's work. And, and for that, we have to be ready to uh, give up something. Amen. And I want to read uh, from John chapter 3. John chapter 3. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal, everlasting life. It's a good word, right? But do you know where, when, when Jesus said, said uh, uh, or uh, when Jesus said that? At what time? Or at what moment? If you remember, he told this. We think that he he basically, he, but he was standing before the big crowd of people, and then he just uh, proclaimed it. But no, he was he told it to Nicodemus. Nobody else was there, just Nicodemus, and it became it became the, the the you know the the most important or the most famous uh, uh, verse in, in, in the Bible. He was just talking to one person, Nicodemus. And I just want to touch Nicodemus a little bit. If you remember, I was, I was uh, preaching uh, on Sunday, uh, and I mentioned him. And um, <clears throat> I just want to come back a little bit, touch a little bit, uh, it's 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 a it's an amazing story. 
for me, I can see myself there. I can see myself. There is uh, some stages for Christian to grow. There is some stages that, that all of us go, that all of us have in our life. I don't think there is anyone here who come here and you don't care about Jesus, you don't care about, uh, about church, and you don't care about your life. I believe that everyone who come here care about, about, their, about your life, about church, about Christianity, to a certain extent. That's what happened to Nicodemus. But just remember, he was not just a regular, you know, Jewish Jew. He was one of the 72, the most important people in, in Israel. The most religious, most famous. Как это самый знаменитый? Да, it's... No, not more... important, I would say, uh, people are most respectful people in, in Israel at that time. Respected, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, respected people in, in Israel. And <clears throat> interesting that he was listening to Jesus' sermons somehow. Podcast <laughs> could be could be because when he came to Jesus Bible says he came to Jesus when at night it's a very important very important um, uh, detail of this story he came to Jesus at night why why do you think he came at night if, if you see anybody uh, uh, sleeping or uh, falling into temptation uh, just uh, shake, shake your friend. Just look at your friend sometimes, sometimes, and then see if if your friend is is trying to be removed from from this atmosphere. Just shake him, bring him back. Okay, it's not time. It's not night yet. Okay. So the Nicodemus came uh, to to Jesus when at night. Why? It's very simple because he was afraid to come at, uh, during the day. He he doesn't want. He didn't want people to see him coming to church uh, to church to Christ because because he knew that if he would come to Jesus during the day. Somebody would see him. Somebody would, would tell, как Синедрион будет по-английски? Как? Sanhedrin. Then, then somebody would, would, uh, would report to Sanhedrin that Nicodemus uh, been seen with Jesus. And being, uh, to be a, one of the 72 people, it's like, it's like right now being uh, um, a judge in the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Wealth, you're wealthy, you uh, stature, respect, and the future. The, everything. Your family is respected. And then 
you have you have it all but very interesting that he had that emptiness in his heart that draw him close to Jesus and he came to Jesus he looks like he has everything but he has that vacuum or emptiness in his heart that that he couldn't he couldn't you know just uh, ignore he had to come and he came to Jesus and he said you know what I know I believe you you are you are you you are the son of God you I believe you are the one and uh, and what Jesus what Jesus said interesting Rabbi, we know that you are teacher come from God. For no one can do this, uh, this uh, science that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So it's like, Hello, I, I just say something and you, you're replying to me something else. It's just like, hello, can, is there any interpreter? It's like he's talking, talking uh, uh, in tongues and, and we need interpreter here. But um, I like Jesus because he was very simple and he always... He never wasted time on, on something, on some information that is not helpful to you. Always. If you read, you don't see, you don't see him saying something that is not necessary. He always, say, he always says something that is very necessary and it makes sense 100%. Do you have a salesperson here? Any in sales who is in sales? Alex, who else? Allah, Andre, who else? Or, or if you've been around a good salesman or a salesperson, you know what, what they do? They emphasize um, all the positive things that you are or you will be glad to hear that's the salesperson if you want to be a salesperson that's going to be your one of the uh, salespeople they emphasize all the po- uh, positive uh, things that you will be glad to hear and quickly skip over what might be less appealing and I'm saying how, how the sales uh, you know, sales people were trained, and they quickly skip uh, um, over what might be less appealing. The Jesus doesn't hold back from uh, from uh, uh, back with with Nicodemus. 
He doesn't go, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, finally, wow, c- come on here. Yeah, let's drink some tea. Let's, let's talk over and, uh, uh, and offer him special, you know, do you need a prayer? Do you need a special prayer? Maybe somebody is sick in your family. Maybe you, you, you have a lack of finances. Maybe you need something uh, from my heavenly father. I have a special connections. I can, I can you know, uh, I can add to, to your, you know, to your status something else because he doesn't, he, he doesn't, he doesn't do that. He is not looking for, uh, uh, you know, he is, not, he is not selling himself to you. He is just, he, his mission was to release truth. Mission of Jesus was just to say truth, to release truth to, to everyone uh, he, he encountered. Have you ever been uh, watching TV and flipping uh, channels, and then and then you see somebody was trying to uh, uh, preach about finances? Finances. It's like trying to to uh, and they usually they usually build their uh, you know uh, 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 their program like that uh, through series of of very solid questions like, would you like to make more money? Right? That, have you heard? So, and it's already catches your attention. It's like, oh, oh, oh yeah, sure. Um, and then it goes and goes. Like, would you like to make more money? How would you like to fly only first class? Always. Any interest in retiring in retiring or early? It's like, whoa, man, this is this is uh, this is from God. Or, um, um, how would you like to never worry about finance, finances again? Wow, that's a good, good one. And then it, it, goes, it goes to the question that, that is actually uh, catches you. <clears throat> does, it, uh, does that sound like something... You might be interested. Of course. How do you respond to it? How do you respond to it usually? How can you say no? Everyone, everyone wants to fly in the first uh, in first class, right? Everyone, everyone wants to have more money. Everyone's is not everyone, but because you don't you don't think it's it's possible, but. But if someone would offer you and say, it is possible. And then, and then and they throw at you, oh, and shipping and handling is free. That's like, wow, that's a good deal. But you, if you experienced, you, you understand that this is, this is something wrong. I mean, something wrong is here. Amen? But you know what? Sometimes we, we can hear um, the similar gospel presentations. Amen? That, that is um, looking something, something similar to that. For example, 
How would you like to live forever? Question, no? Right. How would you like to live forever? Would you like to have your sins forgiven and have a fresh start? Hmm? Do you want to spend eternity in, in paradise instead of burning hell? Of course. And then some, uh, some preachers can, can go further, like, like, would you like to, uh, 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 to have a prosper, uh, prosperous life? Ili, are you ready to claim the health and wealth God has in store for you? Are you ready to claim? Yes. And then same question. Does it sound like something you might be interested in? And you know what? Maybe people, or, or so, so many people just sign up for that. And people ordered, and they ordered gospel that cost them nothing. So they ordered gospel that cost them nothing and offered them everything. So you have everything, but you pay nothing for everything. That's why we have a problem in our society. How do you like to live forever? Do you want to live forever? Of course I want to live forever. Okay, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. And just say, God, I, I'm, I'm, just, I, I, I'm just inviting you in my heart. And then that's it. Brother, you're, you're Christian. Now we know you're Christian. But Jesus Christ did, did something different. He said, if you're not going to be born again, you can't enter the kingdom of God. You cannot be in the kingdom of God. And he was telling this to a guy or to a man who, who learned five books of Moses when he was a child. It was like, Jesus, what are you talking about? Uh, Born again? Just do I have to go back in mother's womb and, and then come back? Born, uh, 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 be born again? And Jesus is explaining to him. There's a big difference to believe in me or to follow me. Many people believe in me, but don't follow me. The believing in him does not require you to, to, to die for him. Because the Bible said that the devil and, and demons believing in him. Right? But we, very often, we, we easily, you know, calm ourselves knowing or, or actually... Uh, 
just creating a certain uh, artificial peace by by stating that yeah we believe in Jesus yes we have we have a crosses we have oh I have a, a Christian uh, t-shirt oh look my uh, look at my bumper there's a Jesus fish in there yep and I and I remember uh, 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 the Lord's prayer. Why am why I'm saying that? Because that's what we uh, that's what that's exactly what we're gonna fight all all our life. And in order for us to have the full experience in relationship with God, we need to learn how to read the fine print. Right now, Jesus is for sale. But, you know, the most important thing that you have, be, uh, you have to be follower of Jesus is in a very fine, fine print in this world right now. Yeah. In a very fine print. And nobody even wants to you know, uh, you to pay attention. Because, why? Because we want our church to be full all the time. If we're going to start reading to you the, the, this fine print, that you might be uh, 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 offended. You, 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 might, you might say, you know what? At the presentation, it was not like that. That's why we need to bring the true gospel from the very beginning. Jesus never gathered all, uh, all his, you know, uh, disciples or people around him. And then it was like, okay, one time, one time, time comes when I, when I will tell them truth. There is a small print. He always started with a small print. And then he was like, but you know what? No matter what, you will be rewarded. Your life is going to be amazing. But you have to trust me on that. You have to follow me. And you have to, you have to be my follower. It is the most sobering, the scripture in the Bible. You know what? When Jesus was saying that the many people will come to him and they will say, Lord, Lord, and I will, I will tell them, I never knew you. And even, even some of you uh, sitting here and it's like, it's like why he's dramatizing? Uh, why he is, he's doing this, uh, you know, so dramatic? Life is good. Jesus with me. He is in my pocket. Oh, no, no, he is right there. My phone is right there. Uh, uh, he is with me and, you know, my life is good. But you know what? This is going to be the most devastation devastated day in your life when you were thinking that you are that you Jesus follower that you Christian that you belong to him and you stand before him ready to to be accepted ready to be like acknowledged that you are the daughter of of Jesus and he and he is going to look at you and he's going to say never knew you that's what would happen to Nicodemus he was he was clearly delivered a message to Nicodemus you know what if Nicodemus would come here today he would you know he would throw 
every every scripture or every every verse from from the Bible from from his uh, uh, from his memory. You would ask him; he would answer right away before before even you you, you finished your uh, your question. And he would be so important, and so and you would say, "Oh man, if some if anybody uh, uh, would be safe, uh, then probably he is going to be the first one." And 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 yet we see in the Bible that Jesus said, "You know what? You have to be born again." So what is to be born again? We knew that. We know that is when you come when when you have that meeting with Jesus. And you respond correctly to what he is asking you or what he is telling you. And that's what we need to do. He comes to us. Praise God for Nicodemus. Because when when we read about Nicodemus, he finished pretty good. He learned from uh, from Jesus Jesus uh, uh, word. But right now, many people sign up for, uh, uh, you know, for that easy gospel. And that's why we see what we see in the world. Easy gospel never brings fruit, bears fruit. Easy gospel does not have anything in common with the presence of God, with, with, with his, uh, his power. Because it just a status. It just, you know, uh, 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 if it just when you go to, for example, if uh, if you're on the social media or uh, anywhere, you put Christian under under what faith are you? Like Christian. I'm I'm a Christian, and you can call yourself. I'm so brave. I, I put it. I, I didn't I didn't hide it from from anyone. But it's it's not enough. You know what? Do you know how many times Bible, uh, uh, Bible uh, Jesus, Jesus actually said, believe in me? Five times. And he said 20 times, follow me. And it's not like we don't have to believe in him and we don't have to say, uh, say I believe in him. It's, it's like two that goes together. They always go together. It's like heart and lung, and lungs, right? You cannot just separate lungs and just have heart uh, working. You, they always go together. But believe in means that you have to be uh, have to be follower of Jesus. You have to go and you have to follow Him. Amen. One pastor, one pastor. Uh, uh, Said, um, uh, told the story that uh, he received an email saying that uh, one of his members saying, "I just I want to cancel my membership in this church uh, because uh, because I don't like you, uh, uh, I, I don't like pastors' messages." And the pastor, he decided, he decided to follow up and then just call this person. And he started asking him, why, do, why don't you, uh, why, uh, what is wrong with my messages that, that you don't like them? And that uh, the guy 
uh, replied, <clears throat> Whenever I listen to one of your messages, I feel, I feel you are trying to interfere with my life. When, I repeat it again. Whenever I listen to one of your messages, I feel you are trying to interfere with my life. And that pastor replied, yeah, that's kind of like my job description. Interfere with your life. If Jesus would be here, if he would be on, on a one-to-one, you know, discussion and appointment with you, you would be surprised. Because this world draws a very uh, defective picture of Jesus. He is loving, but he w- would always tell you the truth. He would always tell you the cost of your following. Because follower, you know, when you're following... What, the, what does it mean follow? He goes there, he go there. You don't ask, Jesus, Jesus, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? That's what kids do. But, uh, that, but yeah, oh, when, when Josh and Ben were small and we're going somewhere, I was like, I, I just didn't want to go there only because in five minutes I just started to hear, are we, go, uh, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And it's like, Seven, seven, uh, seven more uh, uh, hours to drive, and then five after we left the home in like five, ten minutes, are we there yet? I was like, oh. But to follow Jesus is, is just like, he, you know what? And, and if you follow Jesus uh, uh, in the Bible, you can see that he didn't, he didn't go to, to, uh, to sauna, and then he goes to massage, and then he goes to a pedicure uh, kind of salon and stuff like that. No. He goes to wilderness. He, he, he is not eating there and, and drinking for 40 days. And he fighting with devil. And he, he comes back and he performs miracles. And then he goes and praying all night. And then he goes and then just casting demons out. And then goes and, and just teaching, uh, teaching people. And, and it's like, oh. To be, uh, to be followers of Jesus, you have to be prepared. And before we go together with, uh, 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 following Jesus, we need to know that there is a cost involved. There is cost involved. But to be honest, today I have that boldness to say, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be so rewarding. You, you, just, you will be hooked up Hook up, hooked up. You will be hooked up on uh, on Jesus. That 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 it will it will be it will be like like I need. Uh, I understand it's gonna cost me. I understand it's gonna be hard. But I want it more. I want more. I want more. And I want more. Because because there is something that you cannot explain what's going on or what Jesus or Holy Spirit is doing in your spirit. It's like what we had uh, uh, today when, when it was, was uh, worship, during the worship. I don't know, if somebody didn't feel Jesus and didn't feel the Holy Spirit during the worship, ask yourself, some, what is wrong with me? Because it was so thick and was so strong that, that, that we have to sense that. We have to understand that He is here. He, he is very near.
Amen. There is a fine print, yes. And that fine print is that there is no forgiveness without repentance. There is no, like a, like a simple prayer, there is no forgiveness without repentance. There is no salvation without surrender. There is no salvation without surrender. There is no life without death. If you want, if you want to have life, you have to die. You have to learn how to die quick. Because then you will, you will live more. And there is no believing without committing. Because to follow Christ is to commit. To commit to Him. To commit your life to Jesus. And that's what we see in Nicodemus' life. What happened? Next picture we see in, in uh, John chapter 7 verse 51 when the old Sanhedrin 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 okay Sanhedrin when all Sanhedrin gathered together trying to find out how to how to uh, uh, how to accuse Jesus and how to stone him how to remove him from society and you know what when we understand that, that Nicodemus got the message right of, Jesus, of, of that night. So that Jesus' Jesus's message was, was what? That he doesn't want us, hello guys, he doesn't want us to be Christians just during the night when nobody sees us. He wants, he wants us to be Christians 24 hours a day. It's kind of easy to, to be a Christian when nobody sees us and you, and, and you can say, Oh, Jesus, I love you. But it's harder when you are, when you are standing up in Sanhedrin and saying, You know what? Allah does, uh, does, uh, does not permit to accuse anyone without, without listening to him. And it was like it was like it's like going again all again seventy one people or maybe seventy people because mo- most likely uh, that, uh, uh, Gamaliel was there another one another guy and he understood that then he understood that he might lose everything by standing up and 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 just saying that and what what they replied to him they replied to him. Oh, maybe you from uh, 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 Galilee too? Oh, yeah, you're probably from Galilee too. So it's basically it was basically like sign uh, sign a death death uh, 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 yeah death, uh, death wish or death penalty for uh, but in a nice way, in a very nice way. He loses his. He would lose his his authority. He would lose wealth. He would lose that respect. 
Because at that time, it was a saying that nothing can be good from Galilee, from Nazareth. Nothing can be good from Nazareth. And Nicodemus stood up and he said, and he, he defended Jesus. It means that he was born again. At that time, he was born again. Can you picture yourself standing up where you never, when, when you were afraid of stand up? Doing something that, that you can do only for Jesus. Doing that, doing something that is, is not profitable for you in eyes of people. But you know that you will honor God by doing that. And no one will applaud uh, or applause to you except that Jesus would know that you stood, stood, uh, stood up for him. And then, we, of course, we see in, uh, at the very end when he, when he brought that oil and he, uh, to, uh, to apply on Jesus when he, when he died. And we, by then, we knew that he, he is definitely born again because even his own disciples ran away, but he didn't. Disciples ran away, but he came and he, and he took uh, uh, with, uh, with Joseph, they took the, the body of, of Jesus Christ and he, they, they uh, prepared him. And he invested huge money uh, in, in that. So, we have to know the price. We have to understand the price. Moses could not follow, follow God without standing in front of Pharaoh. He just couldn't follow God without. That's something that he didn't like. Noah couldn't follow God without building an ark that would bring humiliation from his neighbors. Daniel could not follow God just He could not follow God just praying somewhere in secret. But his prayer was, was heard to many and, and because of that he was thrown in a, in a lion's den. It was his price to follow, to follow God. Following Jesus is not something you can do at night where no one sees you. Amen? It is. 24-7. Like in my life, I, I told you this story, but I just want to remind you. When I decided, when I've heard the voice that God wants me to go to Bible school, and, uh, and I decided to go to Bible school with my friends, with two of my friends, and I was so excited. And when I get when I get to to the railroad station, and we had to go to on a train to to Riga, I came and it was only me. My friends didn't come. He just they just decided it's not it's not time for them. 
And I always been in, in a friendship with people. I, I like to have friends. And when I have friends, usually I'm very close f- with friends. And at that time, it was for me like I was tested. I didn't have to go. And nobody would say anything bad about me. Everyone would understand. That it, would, uh, it, it wasn't an explanation because it was a bad time in, uh, because the, the Soviet Union was falling apart. It was 2000, uh, year 2002-2003. Soviet Union was fa- falling apart. Nobody had... Uh, 93, I'm sorry. Yeah. 1993. Every, uh, uh, Soviet Union was falling apart. Nobody had a job. Nobody, and I had a business at that time. And I left my business. I put it aside. Very profitable business to go to, to Bible school. But my friends were, were somebody who, who inspired me to go there. And I, I came, and there is no one. And it was like, it was so, bitter. it was so bitter. And I was like, I was like ready to go and then behind, around the corner and just cry and say, friends, my friends, just, just to cry over, over uh, my friendship. It's like, friends, you just forsaken me or betrayed it and, and, and abandoned me. And during that time, Jesus asked me, Will you go there for me? Will you follow me if you know that I, I want you to go? And it was one of the hardest moments in my life. And I said, yes. And it was not like, like ding, 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 yeah, you won the prize. No. It was like worse and then worse and then worse and then worse. I go there and they're just like, okay, 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 maybe, maybe because I said, yes, Jesus, uh, you know, prepared some special way for me with many, many, yes. But I had to discover this, the special uh, goodness of God and special mercy on me. You know where? I, I ate less because I didn't have money to eat there. I wasn't in a very bad, you know, uh, Environment, yes, but you know what? Every time I could, I could come to prayer, I felt God was like kissing me. Every prayer, He was just kissing me. He was just like, "Dima, you following me?" Then I remember I'm going to cafeteria and I don't have that uh, ten centim at a at a like a ten uh, like a ten kopeik uh, on uh, uh, Latvian money, ten ten centim. To, to buy bulochka in, in cafeteria, and I was like, oh, I want this bulochka so much. I haven't ate bulochka for, for, for two months already. And then just random guy come to me and it's like, hey, do you want this bulochka? I was like, huh. did I say it out loud? <laughs> I, I, I was like, here you, here you, here's the bulochka. Like, and I was eating that bulochka. I would never appreciate that bulochka in Minsk that I was appreciating in, in that I was eating. It's like, oh, Jesus, if you, if you taste that good, I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. It was so, so much special. And you know what? Uh, I, went, I was there for six months. Hmm? I was 24, 23, 24. And I was like, I was in heaven. 
And then at that time in Bible school, God delivered me from demon possession and from addictions. That I wouldn't even care when, if I would be there. I would be still, uh, uh, you know, uh, under some kind of uh, 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 oppression. But, but Jesus knows when and how. So I'm just encouraging you. Don't be afraid of following Jesus. Don't be afraid. Yes, nobody promised to you that you come here and every time we're going to give you bulochka. But we promise to you, if you're going to, follow, if you're going to come here and follow Christ, you will be reward, uh, rewarded, uh, rewarded by Him. And if you will be ready to sacrifice, you know, and, and ready to, 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 to give up your character, to change your character, He will change your character and you will be totally different person following him that's a good reward amen and I will close with with that in uh, December 24th of last year uh, 2017 last December 24th I had a dream I shared I shared this dream with some of you but not not with with all I had a dream at night, and I remember this dream like, like, like it was yesterday. That I am somewhere with, with, uh, with other uh, uh, youth leaders, somewhere we go to, I just, I just see the picture that we're in Russia. And we're trying to preach, we're trying to share gospel, uh, share Jesus with people, and we don't see that interest in, 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 uh, in, in people. And then I see ourselves in, in, in Israel doing the same thing, preaching. But, you, you know, you're expecting, you're expecting uh, the message to be accepted, but you don't see that acceptance. You think that this is so important that everyone should, know, should take it. Everyone should take notes and everyone should, take, uh, should, uh, should you know, uh, 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 <clears throat> cheer for you. And it's like, yeah, 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 preach it, brother, preach it, brother. And, and you don't see that. And then I see we are in Africa doing the same thing and, and same, same result. And then, and then we are in America doing the same thing. It's like, like four, uh, four like pictures. And then I was like, God, something is wrong. I don't know what, but I don't think that the preachers are supposed to preach if, if, if the preaching, if the sermon is good, we have to see better fruit. That's what, that, that's, that was my complaint to Jesus. And I was like, we're doing something wrong, Jesus. Help us. And then I clearly hear from, from Jesus saying, you don't know. What you're doing is what I want you to do. And don't judge by reaction of people. Don't judge, right? Don't don't judge about result by reaction of people. Actually, he said, 
when you come to me, then you will fully understand the importance of what you were doing. Only when you come to me. But before that, you will be, you, you, you're not going to see what, what you were expecting to see. Only when you come to me, and, and with, with, uh, with that explanation of Jesus, I woke up. And I was like, breathing heavy, breathing. It's like, God, what, it, what, what does it mean? What does it mean? And it was like 24th, uh, December 24th. And it was like uh, uh, Christmas uh, Eve, right? Christmas uh, Day. And I was like laying down. And, and, and you know, when, when you've just been under God's influence, your, your mind, your, all your thoughts are in that mode. It's like, do you are capable of, of processing so much information that you, you, can, you can't even imagine? And in me, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sleeping. I see, I see everything. And, and, and God is saying, remember? He was like, like, like one thought after another, Jesus Christ. And he, he was asking me how Jesus Christ was born. It's like he came as, as, as a little child, no respect, nobody even, uh, nobody couldn't even have, uh, you know, find a good place for him to be, uh, to be born. Who acknowledged him first? Who acknowledged him? There were so many people that, that supposed to know that he is going to be born. Nobody knew. Who acknowledged him? People, the, the, the shepherds and who in foreigners. Foreigners came from from far uh, far away, and they they nobody else. And then what next? Now we're celebrating. Now Jesus is everything. Jesus, you know, Christmas, Christmas, Hallelujah! It, the Christianity, everyone is a Christian. Oh yeah, we're proud to be Christians. Christian, uh, Christ, Jesus Christ is the Lord. But uh, back then, like. And right after that, he was, he was running away from his country to, to Egypt for two years. And Jesus was saying, and he was not discouraged by that. He deserved much more than, than just being nobody. But if, if, he, if you're living the life that is in the will of God, you will hit the mark. Same with you. You have to be ready to pay the price. You have to be ready to connect with Christ. And you have to be ready to make some sacrifices in your life. To be follower is, is to watch him and follow him. That's simple. And uh, I just want you to stand. If you can stand. If we all can stand. And we can pray. You can start praying. <clears throat> Just focus on Jesus and focus on yourself. Just examine yourself. Examine your heart. Examine your position before God. Just ask yourself if, if you know the fine print, if, you, if you're familiar with fine print. If you know that, 
if you know that it might be different, it might be difficult to follow Him, if you're ready for that. Maybe you're not ready today, but you want to be ready. Say to God, God, I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I don't want to stand before you and hearing this shocking truth, this shocking message or words. I never knew you. Depart from me. God, I'm praying that all of us, all our youth would always be sober, would always be walking in the truth, would always understand the price of following you. We're not just believers, we're not just believing you, it's not enough. We're not just cheering for you. We're not just having a name that we are Christians. We want to be true Christians. We want to be true followers of yours. And as a followers of yours, a true followers of yours, we come to you with readiness of surrender ourselves, with the readiness of repentance that we're ready to repent we're ready to turn away from sinful life from sinful desires from treasures of this world and turn to you by submitting under your kingdom your kingdom rules your kingdom atmosphere Jesus and we understand that when we pray about revival, revival in our church, revival in the battle, I, I believe, I believe in that revival. I understand, I completely understand that it would cost us something, cost us our dreams. It will cost us that's why we come to you and pray that's why we come and pray that you would change us today